So today I'm carrying on, I'm doing our last heartbeat for our heartbeat series. So we have done, whew, we have done live authentic, live creative, live brave, live free. Something missing. Live authentic. Connected. Connected. points for Anna. And I'm about to going to do our last one, which is live generous. So I'm excited. Whew. Okay. So, our heart is to see people live full and generous lives, stepping into all of this that God has for them without limit. Okay? Our God is a generous God, and we believe that we are called to be generous people. Okay, so often when people hear of, you know, thinking about generosity, their reference point is finances. But in reality, living a generous life is far more than that. It's actually a heart attitude. There is a bigness that comes in being generous. It's expensive, it's visionary, and it's not focused on ourselves. It doesn't think back, it doesn't shrink back, and it's completely countercultural. When I think of people who are generous with their lives, it's like what like an open circle, like open arms, you know, and there's there's just space and there's um, there's a bigness about it. When I think of people who aren't so generous, and I'm not talking Pleasing my heart, this is not all about finances, okay, please, because that's, that's not our heart at all. But when I think of like people who don't live generous and it's kind of like holding everything together, this is mine, this is my time, don't do this, it's kind of like bringing it all together and there's like a shrinking, it's a shrinking back in life. And um, it's, it's quite restrictive, there's a, it doesn't feel free, like if you're kind of too busy holding everything close to you and not letting go of things, there's no freedom in that. It's really restrictive. We live in a time where society would tell us to hold on to all we have, gather things close to ourselves and hold on tight so no one takes what is ours. And as a result, there are generations of people who are more disconnected than ever before because they're afraid to give out of what they have because they themselves may miss out. Our God is a generous God. He's not limited in time, love or resources and he will not hold back in giving these things freely to his children. Philippians 4.19 says, My God will meet all of your needs according to his glorious riches in Jesus Christ. My God will meet all of your needs. Spiritual, emotional, financial, physical. He will meet you in your place of need and be generous in his provision. It's his nature to be generous. Now I figure if it's God's nature to be generous and we're created in his image and we're his children, that it's in our nature to be generous as well. Generosity removes the focus from our own lives and places God at the centre. Too often we make these things all about us when in fact they're actually not. Okay. Generosity is completely unique to individuals. What generous life looks like to one person may look completely different in another person's life. Okay. Take the, the example of the generous widow, for example. So Mark 12, 41 to 44, most of us have heard this before. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins with only the fraction of a penny. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all she had to live on. Now, this widow, she gave out of all she had. 
It was sacrificial, and it came from a place of trusting the Lord. She didn't make a fuss. No, there was no like great fanfare, look at me, I've just put this in. But she gave all that she had and compared it to the others who were giving out of their wealth. But it was more about a show about what they had rather than the one they were giving to. Now this widow put her trust in God to be her provision and was generous with what she had at the time, sacrificing what may have seemed like a pittance to others but was riches to her. Um, Ray and I were students when we got married. And um, even though things were tight, we made this decision that we're going to try and be as generous as we could. Because we, there were so many amazing generous people in their church, and we're like, we want what they carry. And it wasn't about like having what they had, but what it was that they carried. There was a, there was a bigness, there was an expansiveness, there was a freedom that they carried, and we wanted that. It's like, right, we're going we're gonna to be generous, no matter what this looks like, and we're going to trust in God to meet our needs. Um, it wasn't always easy. But it was something that we really wanted to cultivate in our marriage. And I've got to be honest, at times, I thought we were completely nuts. Um, I'm sure for other people thought we were completely nuts, our families especially, because their families aren't Christian. And so they'd look at some of the stuff that we're doing and they're like, what are you on? Um, but it was a completely wild ride and it showed me how much our Heavenly Father cares about the little things. Um, I remember one time our good friends, Gareth and Carol, had just come back from um, Bible College in Sydney. They'd been away for a year. And um, it was going to be a couple of weeks after moving back to Chicago that they are going to get themselves back on their feet. So we went home one afternoon and we just emptied our fridge and freezer of everything that we could find that wasn't in a good state and, um, and whatever else we could find in the cupboards. And we just took it round to them. And um, they weren't home, so we just left it on their doorstep and... It's in the cargo, nothing's going to melt on the doorstep, so it was all good. Um, you know, and afterwards we were laughing at the fact, oh, now what are we going to eat? But um, God is so gracious, and he provided in just so many ridiculous ways. You know, we'd come home to find boxes of groceries on our doorstep. Um, people were popping in to visit um, with meat, meaning that our freezer was full, and, you know, finding supermarket um, cards in our, in our um, mailbox, all kinds of crazy stuff. And God said, while you're being generous, you know, your freezer will never be empty. And we'd, there were times we'd go to our freezer and we'd empty it out for different things and we'd look at it going, okay, God, you've got to do something now. And, you know, every time God came through. And we just learned that we had to rely on our Heavenly Father. Um, the crazy thing is when we, um, when we gave all that stuff to Garth and Carol, no one actually had known that we'd done that. So... Um, we didn't tell anyone. Garth and Carol didn't know. We just they weren't home, so we just left everything on their doorstep. You know, but God knew. And um and our God is good. He knows and he um and he'll look after us. And it, you know, being generous isn't about the fan fear of being generous. That's not the reward. The reward is you know, being obedient to God and, and um and trusting in him. And he will you can't outgive God, he will always, always give better than we can. You know, so many times we do random and crazy stuff with that, which seemed completely stupid to most people. But we were learning to what it meant, learning what it meant to live generously to, to us in that season. I remember one time we were running a um, a, a garage sale for students, um, and we we're just like church had donated stuff, and it was really cool. So, um, and it, the garage sale went way better than we expected. So we had this garage sale for all the new students coming to. Um, <laughs> coming to study in Invercargill and and we're giving stuff like it was just going out real cheap because we just wanted to bless them and I remember going we need more stuff 
So Ray and I just looked at each other and we're like, we've got a dining table at home. So we just went home, <laughs> loaded up the, the church van with whatever we could find and took it to the garage sale just to, to make sure that the students had good stuff. And it was just so cool, like just um, just to bless bless students and just to see what God would do. It was, it was really awesome. And, um, you know, we learn a lot about God in that season. And, um, and not to hold on to things so tightly because I like things. Things are pretty and and stuff, um, but um, but God was teaching me not to hold on to things so closely. Okay. Now, when you step out and trust God, He won't ever let you fall, and He will meet you there. And one thing I'm learning is that we aren't able to outgive God. He's far more generous than any of us can be. But living a generous life isn't all just about the money. Okay, it's about taking what's in your hand and utilizing it to be a blessing to others. Each of us have been uniquely created with talents and gifts and can use those to freely shine God's lights in people's lives. 1 Peter 4 um, one, 1 says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. God has given us gifts and talents in order to serve not ourselves but one another. By being generous in how we use these to bless others, we not only honour that direct gift, the one that we direct those gifts towards, but we also honour the one who gave us the gift in the, in the first place. Now, taking time to love someone who is lonely and hurting, inviting them for a cuppa and being a listening ear, or offering to look after their children you know, while they get some much-needed rest, may seem really simple and insignificant to us, but for the one who is on the receiving end, it could mean the entire world. Now, generosity honours God. It honours the house, it honours the people that we um, direct it towards, and it honours the community. Now, this weekend, some of us have been at Winterfest serving with Red Frogs as part of the pilot programme to see about providing support to our local Queenstown and Central Otago councils and communities. Now, while we're there, we're providing care and comfort to people at a time when they're at their most vulnerable. Simple acts of providing water, pancakes, warmth from the freezing cold and a listening ear may seem pretty insignificant and meaningless, but to some of those that we met, it was the difference between a good night out, good safe night out, or going home in an ambulance. Now, there was one guy we found passed out in, a, um, in an alleyway or doorway of a shop in Queenstown by the taxi line. His mates were there with him. They'd been there with him for about an hour. He couldn't get into a taxi because it wasn't in a fit state. And so they're actually good mates that actually waited with him until he was well enough to go, which is awesome because in our experience, a lot of times people just leave them there. This guy... Like, so he'd been there for about an hour, was turning grey. Like, he was shivering, it was that cold, and um, just really unwell. So we managed to help pick him up, make sure he was okay, and we took him back to our tent, where we, our chill-out zone, where we have, we said, look, we've got heaters, let's get you warm, because you're turning grey right now, and that's not a good look. So took him back, managed to help him walk back, his mates came with us, we fed him pancakes, we gave him water, he managed to warm up. He had no idea what was going on. But, um, you know, we managed to stay with him. He was with us for about an hour or so until he was actually well enough to go home and taxis were taken home and he could be left, um, you know, with his mates on his own. You know, but there was a good outcome. This guy got to go home safely in one piece. But the reality was... Like, there's so much happening in town. The police are really busy. The ambos, there's only one ambo crew on. 
you know, and these mates, they hadn't called anyone, they were just waiting with him to sort of rough a wee bit so they could take him home. He could have frozen to death before that actually happened. You know, so we made a difference in this young guy, and all it took was an act of being generous with our time and a little bit of council resources, meaning that he got to come home safe rather than stay where he was and get hypothermia. You know, sometimes the simplest acts have the biggest outcome, have the biggest meaning, and we don't even know. Um, one of the things that we often talk about with Red Frogs is serving a generation to win a generation. We believe that um, that today's generation, they just don't know what it is to be loved and to be, to be served. It's all about give to myself, take for myself. They don't know what it is to serve one another. And so when, as Christians, we come along and we serve them with, um, with, with no agenda, we serve them without condition, it speaks to them, they can't understand why you would do that, and so you have so many incredible opportunities to go, it's okay, we do this because God loves you, you know um, we it makes the hugest difference, just the simplest things now we too, many of us have been um, where many of these students and young people find themselves you know, drunken, disorderly and broken you know, I would have given anything for someone to come alongside me and just say, you know what I love you my God loves you, and you're worth more than what the world tells you now. And you're destined for far more than where you're currently, the state that you're currently in. You know, too many people, not just young people, are resigned to the fact that, the, that this is their lot in life, and it's not going to get any better from here. But the awesome thing is, we have Jesus. You know, we have Jesus, and we can come along and go, you know what? I've got something that is going to change your life. You know, I've got something I can, that can offer you hope and love and purpose. You know, you're created for a purpose. You know, the awesome thing is Red Frogs isn't the only vessel that we can use to serve a generation, to be generous towards a generation of people. There are so many ways for us to serve and honour others. Each of us will be presented with unique opportunities to be generous with what is in our hand, whether that be our time, our resources, our gifts and our talents. And I just want to encourage you that as you step out into those things, as you step out and go, you know what, I think I'm going to try and step out and do this today. I think I'm going to invite that person to coffee. I think I'm going to, oh, I think I might look at serving in this area. Or I think I might, um, you know, go see how my, go and actually meet my neighbour. You know, just as you do those things, I want to encourage you. When you step out, God has your back. He's not going to leave you hanging. Proverbs 11.25 says the generous will prosper and those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Like, when you're generous, when you're living a generous life, there's a goodness. There's an, there's an expansiveness. And I believe that that we will be refreshed. We've just spent, you know, and I've had very little sleep the last couple nights, um, but we feel so energised and so refreshed because it's something we love to do. It's something, it's a way that we have seen God change lives. We've seen him change, um, like, actual generations in terms of culture. 
And so we love that and it refreshes us. So even though we're like, oh my gosh, this is brutal. I'm so old and so tired right now because everyone else doing it is like in their early 20s, young spring chickens. And they're like, you guys are really old. Um, we love it. You know, and I believe that when you step out and to be generous and the things with your talents and your gifts, the things that you're passionate about, Red Frogs isn't for everyone and that's okay because there's so many other ways and so many other things and opportunities that God has given each of us to step out and be generous with their time and their words and just love on people. And I believe that when you find the, the thing that works for you, that, that, that place that is like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. You know, there'll be times it will be hard work. There'll be times where it will be tiring, but you'll be refreshed. You, your soul will not grow weary. It will actually energise you, and you'll just see God do such incredible things, and you'll gain incredible perspective. So I just want to encourage you. You're created to live a generous life. And for each and every one of us, it's unique, because God created us unique. And I love that. Because our God's a creative God. And if we're all the same, we're all a bunch of lemmings, it's not going to be very cool at all. So I'm excited. So I um, just want to, we're just going to pray. And um, I'm just believing that for each and every one of you, God is showing you, you know, what a generous life looks like for you. Don't compare yourself to the person sitting next to you because what it looks like for them is different to what it looks like for you. And that's awesome because that's church. And um, and that's really cool. So, um, yeah, Father, I just want to thank you for every household representing here today, every person and child, Lord, that are here. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are a generous God, that you are our resource, you are our strength, you are our healing, Lord, and whatever we need, Father, you, you meet that need and you are generous with it. Father, I pray that... that that you'll show us what our life looks like as a generous life, as an expansive life, as a free life, Lord. And Father, we pray that you'll show us the opportunities that we have every day to show your generosity and love to one another, to those that we find ourselves around, and to bless them. Father, I thank you that we cannot outgive you, but you are the most generous one. Lord, thank you for each person here. Bless them as they go out this week. May they know your word. May they know your voice with greater clarity. And may they know the boldness and confidence and authority that comes from being a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen.